Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. At ViStar, we believe in better. So there's a personal greeting when you come into a branch and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Harvick slides up in front of traffic. Cars upside down, cars everywhere. And turn four is Calamity Corner once again. There's always a big one at Daytona. And in 2005, it was no different. For this race, the big one occurred on lap 184. And it began when Greg Biffle ran into Scott Riggs collecting 11 cars in turn three. But guys, we could see this coming and smell this coming for about three or four laps. Because something happened to Greg Biffle, the 16 car that triggered all this. Scott Wimmer's car took the worst of it. As his car went onto the apron, flipped over four times, spun on its nose, and crashed hard on its wheels. Scott Wimmer, look at him, just spinning around. He got up on his nose and come back down on his wheels. This crash brought out the ninth caution of the race. And only some cars chose to pit. The caution came out. Greg Zipinelli said to Tony Stewart, what do you think? Tony very simply said, we got to stay out. Dale Jr., who had languished in the middle of the field for the early part of the race, was now up in third place. Casey Kane was right in the middle of this crash and his number nine mango-colored Dodge Charger. But it managed to miss it. Kane charged again back up through the field when the race went back green. But clean racing didn't last long. When the race restarted on lap one, 187, John Andretti drove straight into Mike Skinner, starting a chain reaction crash involving at least eight cars and bringing out the 10th caution. We got trouble already on the restart here. Mike Skinner to 23, Travis Quaffle to 77, and they're spinning out through the grass. Caution is out again. John Andretti just piled into Mike Skinner hard. How in the world did that happen? Well, Daryl, either somebody missed a gear or somebody's motor caught. Casey Kane was also involved in this crash. And now, with just six laps to go, Dale Earnhardt Jr. briefly takes the lead. Look at Jr. He slams up to the outside. He's going to take the lead. But Tony Stewart retakes it on the next lap. At the line, Stewart by half a car length. Four laps to go. The two drivers race side by side until Earnhardt Jr. retakes the lead. Jeff Gordon then took the lead from both of them before the 11th caution came out with just three laps to go. Jeff Gordon has made a pass. As a result of the NASCAR implementation of the green-white checker finish rule the previous season, the race had three extra laps due to that caution with three laps to go, reaching a total distance of 203 laps or 507.5 miles. Because of that, this was the first Daytona 500 to go longer than 500 miles. And under the new rule, with the green flag flying. Three wide, they're bouncing off each other. Jeff Gordon's going to win his third Daytona 500. It was Jeff Gordon who crossed the finish line under the checkered flag and sailed into victory lane in the 2005 Daytona 500.
At ViStar, we lowered or eliminated over half our fees, saving members an additional million dollars this year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.